0: Live from San Francisco, it's Steve Justine! Yeah. Hey there, Josh. How are you doing, man? I'm doing okay in Southern California. Yes, I'm in Northern California tonight here um, at Mac World Expo here in San Francisco. So, yeah, pretty cool. Sorry you're not here, man.
1: Yeah, I wanted to be there. Couldn't get there this year.
0: I know. Last year was so much fun. And... and. um I've done absolutely nothing that we did last year yet, but I am thinking about going to our special hangout tonight. Oh, our special spot? Our spot. It's our spot, John. Yeah. You, you know
1: the spot where we had our nice little corner and yeah. we uh, co- got all cozy and yeah. you you touched my uh, inner thigh for the first time.
0: No, I touched your soul.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that that too, but it was a little higher.
0: No, I, 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 uh, we had so much fun last year and, and this year has been nothing like last year. It is so hard to be at this thing, you know, by myself because there's, I just, you know, one, I like to talk, right? Yeah. (laughs) So we know that. Yeah. Thanks. This has been killing me, you know, to sit in the hotel room and eat by myself and, and, um, you know, just to go around at the booths and try to... I just, It's been a different vibe without you here, so you are missed. I just uh, want you to know that. You're
1: well, I, I can't
0: believe you forgot to bring your camera. I know. I am such a dork, because there's just so many cool pictures to take, and and uh, I've actually... I'm I'm kind of like staying... You know, last year we stayed in the really nice hotel right next to the yeah. convention center, yeah. and this year I registered late, so they were all sold out, and I ended up in like... Um, I don't know, the, the barrio or something. The ghetto. Well, you yeah. t- when
1: we were talking on the phone as you were walking down the street, uh, the best was you're like, oh my gosh, there's a guy peeing on the street right in front <laughs> of me.
0: Yeah, he just whipped it out, and it was like cool. Wish I had my camera for that. That was an interesting sight. But uh, and then the other real key thing is not to make eye contact. And of course, I'm walking along with a backpack with a laptop in it, with my convention badge around my neck. I look like a total dork, so I like hide the convention badge. The other night, I walked home in the dark, and it's like seriously like five blocks, and I'm walking past these alleys with drug deals going on. And uh, I really needed to get a cab. That's what I'm gonna do tonight. But I I put my hood on on my hoodie. I have a hoodie sweatshirt, so I put my hood on to act like maybe I was a gangbanger. <laughs> maybe they'd leave me alone, or or yeah, they'd kill Steve, me.
1: Steve, <laughs> Steve, the gangbanger over here. Yeah, watch exactly. out, freaking as wide as they
0: come. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I look like a gangbanger. <laughs> but uh made it safe. And there's you know what's great about it is there's there's these places and um they are just so inviting and so welcome um they now they have these three x's above the door, so I thought maybe they were related to triple x church yeah, those places and i' no, i I actually walked one of those and uh t- to ask for the guys from Triple X church, but they didn't know what I was talking about so um uh yeah, there's a lot of lot of cool places like that in the area I'm staying, um live new girls. Lies girls as opposed to the dead clothed ones yes, um so <laughs> so anyway, lots of i I say that the place I'm staying in, Josh is character character as, yeah, character, in other words, you know it's kind of like a girl when you say a girl has good personality oh it's so in other words, she's freaking nasty,
1: but uh, right. but right, you know <laughs> she can carry a conversation.
0: Right. When you say a place that you're visiting has character, it's kind of the equivalent of saying that a girl has a great personality. So. Gotcha. Um, anyway, so yeah, I'm down here, um, and not only if few blocks, the show has been pretty good. I'm I'm here training and learning some things that I didn't know before. Um, some new gadgets have come out in Mac, Mac World. If you. Well, I, I actually went stuff. I went
1: to the store today and picked up the new copy of iLife. Oh, and how's that? Uh, I haven't been able to play with it too much, but it looks like it could be fun.
0: Well, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to stop by some of those booths tomorrow and let them give me some demos, but you know, you don't learn anything, you know, at those little demos
1: because they've
0: got all these pre pre done stuff. Yeah. It's like, looks really cool. And you go, wow, I can't wait to get home and do that. And then you get home and you're like, how the hell they do that? (laughs) Right. I got my ugly mug on this picture. Yeah, know, exactly. <laughs> this doesn't look good. <laughs> this doesn't look good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They look they did that little thing with the picture where they made my skin look all smooth and blemish free.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I <laughs> I can't do that. So yeah, so there's a lot to learn, a lot to see, tons of stuff to sell. Just tons of stuff to sell. So and,
1: no, in other words, tons of stuff for you to buy.
0: Yes, I'm sorry. Yes. Tons of stuff that people are selling to you. Uh and uh, it's kind of crazy, but um, it's not the same without you. Yeah, you get those many geeks in one area. Scary things can happen. It's seriously packed more than it was last year. Like, last year it didn't seem as packed, and this year there's more booths, and I think a lot of that's because of the iPod stuff. Tons Uh of iPod stuff. and
1: um, You know, you're just trying to piss me off, you know. I wanted to be there. I'm missing it. I made sure I went to the Apple store today, so I got my Apple fix. Right. Because, hey, an Apple day keeps uh, a PC away.
0: A PC away. That's
1: right.
0: <laughs> That's right. Well, it's been a good show, and I'm glad to be here, but uh, it is not the same without you. But I am mean, glad we're podcasting tonight. We uh, Even you know, though you, to... you have a cruddy
1: connection, I'll just tell you. I do? Oh, yeah. Your voice is like, you're getting a lot of like line noise. But that's oh, fine. Yeah. I mean, it, it's
0: the only way, bro. <laughs> well, we'll see how it sounds. Okay, we'll see how it sounds. I'm sorry. I I'm on a wireless connection in the and in uh, a hotel turned off, in a hotel. So I've turned off my cell phone, so we don't have that interference. I could do a hard line in. Maybe that would have been better. But you're on wireless, so anyway. Oh yeah, this is riveting podcasting.
1: You know, and that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> We hey, told so people talk. that we don't listen to their podcast, so they are probably stop listening to ours. That's fine.
0: Right. And we had a comment on that, and, and it was kind of, I can't remember what the guy said, but it was the last comment, and he said, um, and I want to clarify this. This is really important. He said, uh, la, 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 let me pull it up real quick. He said, so you're what you're really saying is that those who listen to your podcast are stupid for listening. Wow, I'm really conflicted.
1: Yeah, you got that right. <laughs> do Jackass. You, no, do
0: you, we don't think our listeners are stupid.
1: We, we just think, think we actually, are.
0: We know we are stupid. That's what we're trying to say. Oh. So, And the other thing is, hey, we read blogs. I read blogs. Josh reads blogs. We I read, read blogs
1: every freaking morning. This, is, I this read, is
0: what I do. No, Steve,
1: listen. I don't know if you know this. What's that? But every morning I wake up I take a shower. That's I, a good thing. I, I just started shaving inside the shower. I got one of those mirrors. Oh That's a great deal. If you've never done that, shave in the shower. There's no other way.
0: It's it's the best way to go.
1: Yeah. And then I I'm I'm like clockwork. Every morning I gotta take a poo poo. Okay?
0: Uh huh. So during You're regular. My- <laughs> You're regular. That's good.
1: Oh, very regular. Every morning during my morning poo-poo, I have a little laptop. I go ahead and bring that laptop into my poo-poo session with me.
0: Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You bring the laptop into the poo-poo session?
1: Oh, yeah. That's why (laughs) they call it a laptop, you know? It goes right there on my laptop. And what I do is I have a little section in my bookmarks titled podcast slash Blogs.
0: Oh, I thought maybe it was the poo-poo section. <laughs>
1: you know what? Maybe I should do that.
0: That's exactly right. And
1: I start from the top, and I go all the way down looking for updates. And I okay. read every single one of them. I'm a, I'm a big blog reader. Yeah?
0: Podcast. Well, do you ha- oh, hell yeah. no.
1: They probably sound as bad as this one with shitty uh, connections.
0: Connections, yeah. <laughs> I I do read the blogs, and I kind of read our, our our linked blogs to see what's going on on our, on our sites that we kind of link to. I do, I do that. I do do that. You do do that too, and um, so I I do that, and I I read around and see do what you're commenting. Do you do do that? I do do that. the The other thing I do, and and this is totally ego driven. I have no problem admitting this. For all of you that that you know have heard me talk about ego, I, I have a huge one, and uh, don't pull that out. That's a good pull. You have, have a huge, a huge one. one. <laughs> I have a huge one. I have a huge I have a gigantic (laughs) (laughs) one. So I Technorati myself. Are you familiar with Technorati.com? Not at all. So you go to Technorati.com, you put a search in there for HTTP, you know, whatever, WWSTewedChurchPeople.com, and you can see all the places that are linking to us. Oh. And it's really cool, because you can keep up to what other people are saying amongst, you know, out there. About you, like and that, have you seen really these cool. guys?
1: These guys are freaking idiots.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, we got we get that. We get the ones that say these guys are are from hell, and then and true, then we get the true, and we get the one where th- we got one the other day that was really flattering. It said, actually, the guy said it was the a classic podcast. He called it a classic podcast, which was very exciting. Um, the Benny Hinn podcast he referred to as one of the classic podcasts he's ever listened to
1: yeah i mean i love that podcast especially because it was
0: my idea it was your idea and it was very good and uh i didn't say you couldn't do it
1: no i know (laughs) hey uh i'm gonna just spend this on you right now uh we're gonna have a 15 second music break I'm sorry. I was just feeling that. All
0: right. <laughs> I was. I didn't know if I was supposed to. You did spring it on me because I didn't know if I was supposed I, to sing.
1: <laughs> I didn't oh, know what we were. Maybe I should have kept it going. Oh, we could go back. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all of a sudden, I'm like, I'm just kind of sitting in front of my computer looking through my iTunes and I'm like, ooh,
0: this could be just fun. Be, yeah, it could be fun. Could be fun. No, I, I started to sing along. I was sitting here going, too legit to quit. And I was even doing the symbols from the video. Really? Yeah, I remember that video. The, yeah. the little
1: peace sign, then the L. Yeah. Too, yeah.
0: too legit
1: to quit.
0: Quit. Yeah. Hey, so yesterday, speaking of the uh, videos, I met, I met the guys, the Mac IT guys from MTV. So that was kind of fun. That's cool. Yeah, they they're just geeks like everybody else. <laughs> they're not. It's not like I met uh, you know any of the VJs. I just so, met the IT guys.
1: So you're saying they're not very good looking?
0: Uh, yeah, exactly. They're like most of us. They're like most of us IT guys. They're really pasty and uh, kind of you know kind of don't dress too well. Hey, Steve, kind of
1: you you know a song that reminds me of last year in San Francisco?
0: What's that? Why does that remind you of that? Dude, we were singing that to each other the whole time we were there. You You don't
1: remember?
0: you You know, the other one is Boulevard of Broken Dreams. That's the one I remember from last year, too, when we were sitting there watching MTV while we were getting ready in the mornings.
1: You're uh, yeah that. when you were rubbing, giving me that back rub,
0: yes. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Yeah. Now, um, <laughs> so the so let's talk real quick about the church and and move move off of San Francisco because as much exciting as this is, we should talk a little bit about uh, what's been going on, on the on the blogs and the podcast. And I wrote an article, um, on called Church Genesis, and I and I told you I was going to do this because. Uh, I believe the church needs a youth movement. And, and I, and you know, it's very frustrating. And I remember being your age, you know, 26, 27, 28, and thinking, you know what? I'm ready to take on some more leadership within the church. Yet I work for a bunch of 40 something people Uh that wouldn't allow me to have any leadership roles, but kept relegating me to this, you know, their bitch, basically. And I always felt frustrated by that, and yeah. i and I know you have. Oh yeah, in some ways. And so I just feel like there's this need right now within the church because somehow us in our 40s, we think we um, own this new uh, church, and we're even trying to own part of this emergent idea where we're, where we're branching out. And I know there's a lot of young people in the emergent movement or whatever, but. But there's this whole concept of us 40 something year olds being the leaders, you know? Yeah. And being, being. And I just think that it's time for those of us that are in leadership that are in their 40s to really begin to transition some of the younger guys and girls up into leadership. Not to say that the church has to be totally led by young people. I'm not saying that get rid of the old people and kick them onto the curb or whatever. No, I'm just, just saying send, their, to,
1: send them to a convalescent home.
0: <laughs> Send them to a home. Send them to a place where the food is nice and bland and easy to chew. That's all I'm saying. Hey, no. So on that note, I used to work at a
1: convalescent home. Yeah. Actually, no, not convalescent is like uh, more on the medical side, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's where people are like on on I'm the downhill side of death.
1: There, there's part of that. <laughs> I worked at a retirement home. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. And uh, I was a waiter. And there was a lady called Mrs. Called, named Mrs. Pierce. hmm And Mrs. Pierce was a quite a, a striking lady. She was amazing. hmm And uh, every time I'd walk by her table, she'd always slap my, my ass. Wow. Yeah, Mrs. Pierce and I uh, had a little thing.
0: Had a little thing for Mrs. Yeah. Pierce.
1: Well... Yeah, what can I say? But one day I figured, hey, you know, I'm going to play along with her little flirtatious wave. And I said, come on, Mrs. Pierce, run away with me. And then (laughs) Mrs. Pierce told it to me straight and said, Josh, I wouldn't take you if you were a gift. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) She, She knew you well. So from that day forward,
0: I hate... Old people.
1: I <laughs> well, gave her, you know, I gave Mrs. Pierce my heart and she tore it up.
0: That's the way they do. You know, women don't change when they get older. They'll still chomp on you. They'll still dump you. They'll still, yeah. they'll still treat you like meat and then toss you aside. Bitch, Josh. Yeah. Hey, that's B- right. Bitches. <laughs> so are we talking about the church? Are we talking about Mrs. Pierce? And Go the ahead. Song? I'm sorry.
1: I'm sorry. Pro- <laughs> so, proceed.
0: So no, my my whole deal is that a few people have come along and and not critical critical, but have just said, you know, they're a little bit cautious and and concerned about this concept of turning over leadership to young people because, you know, your generation, Josh, has a bad, you know, a bad um, uh, bad reputation for being apathetic and and not very motivated and not very entrepreneurial and. You know this type of thing, what and the so fuck are you talking about? I just want to play Xbox. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, live with my parents. But uh, no, so so there's this whole idea. But you know what I've what I've thought about is your culture, and you tell me if I'm wrong. I think people in your generation are are not as um, you know not don't buy into the system, and are very counterculture. But at the same time, when they are committed and passionate about something, they give it their all. Is that correct? Oh, I mean, by, all, by all means. And, and so I see the guys that I work with at, at Volcom, you know, who are into skating, you know, they're committed to skating. You know, I mean, the, the kids that are, I was talking to somebody today who has a 15 year old and he said, I've never seen a kid that loves to skate so much. You know, he gets up early, he stays out late, he works on it hours on end on his skate moves and whatever. He's into it. So they are committed. And, and young people are able to commit, but they only want to commit to what they want to commit to. When they find something they're passionate about, they're passionate about it. And and I know you're passionate about the church and you're passionate about ministry in many ways, but you were never given the opportunity, I don't think, to to really go for it in your own unique way. Uh
1: I think I was uh hmm. at the past church I think yeah. they they did give me that opportunity. Good. Uh, I do want to give them that credit, but I think it was like a false sense of um, what's the word I'm looking for. Uh, just the ability to step outside the box. I think yeah. it was it it was really a lie, even if they wanted to believe it. I think if I was to truly step out of that box and do things differently I would have been shot shut down. There were well, in, instances where I got shut down and
0: well, well there's a lot of it in and and I'll just speak for myself where I look at a guy like you and go, "Okay, let him go over there and try it with the young people." Yeah. You know, but let's keep it to the young people. Let's don't try these ideas on the regular church, on the real church.
1: <laughs> exactly. Because there was a lot of talk about having me come and speak on a Sunday. And I was pumped about it. I was like, heck yeah, I want to I speak on a Sunday. Of course, I would want to speak totally different.
0: I would and wanna you'd want to run... do it in your format. You exactly.
1: Know? A totally different type of Sunday. And I heard it for about two years of, yeah, you're, yeah, we got to get you up. This is the year, Josh. You know, and... Even on my way out, I was told possibly that it could happen, and you know it never happened because it's not a reality. It's it's not true. They uh, there is no real um want for someone like me to get up in front of a whole church. There is no real need or want for me to <laughs> be a leader. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I yeah. In ministry, I, I felt like I have to had to keep fit in this weird mold right. that I just didn't want to fit.
0: Well, and I think that pastors in their forties, and that would be myself, late thirties, forties, fifties, you know, should really consider this concept of bringing along guys your age, and not necessarily teaching them, but more uh, being a sounding board for them, and begin to hand over the reins of leadership. You know, I just feel in many ways, Josh, you, you respond and, and, and people in your position respond to this concept of, and would respond to somebody truly getting behind your vision, your ideas, and then kind of helping you to mold it and shape it, you know, um, basically learning from experience of principles, but not necessarily methods. You know, the methods change, the principles stay the same. And and, um, I think the two working together could be powerful. I, I yeah. really do. I believe that. and And here's where where I came up where I kind of came down on this, and I think I'm going to blog about it later, but I'll say it tonight. You know, the pastor of my home church growing up in Texas, he started that church um, way back in 1968. I was five years old, and he was 25 years old when he started that church. and it's the church that my parents attended and that my mom still attends to this day, and that John, his name's John Morgan, John Morgan is still the pastor of that church at Sagemont Baptist Church in Houston, Texas. He's been the pastor there since he was 25. I was five when we started attending there. So 37 years later, he's still there. And I mean, to me, that is just powerful message. You know, you think about Willow Creek Church. Bill Hybels was in his... 20s, mid to mid-20s, I believe, when he started. Saddleback. Rick Warren was 26 years old when he started Saddleback. So all this BS that people are feeding on our side about, let's keep the youth quiet or what the Bible says about youth, it is anti-biblical. God does not want to keep young people from being in leadership. As a matter of fact, I believe that it's very biblical. That, that, that young people lead out, let no one despise you because you're young, but so, but you set the example. And I, and I believe that the two together, you know, the older and the younger mixed together can create some pretty cool stuff. So, um, anyway, that's all I was trying to say. I, think, I think it's, I think it's biblical to have young people in leadership. And, um, and you know, you know what I was thinking about Josh the other day, remember we talked uh, about getting that green day DVD. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see that? Did you watch that? Oh, yeah. Did you watch The Bullet in the Bible?
1: Oh, I did.
0: Yeah. I Everybody listening, go out and get The Bullet in the Bible DVD-CD combo put out by Green Day. And if you watch the first two songs of that, to me, that is why we have to turn it over to young people. I, the energy on that DVD is just amazing, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. Did you like it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just go, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I yeah. don't know what else I'm supposed to say. I mean, it, it, to me, it's one of those truly amazing DVDs. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm not—I I'm not, bought a lot of um, you know live DVDs. Yeah, yeah. Nothing touches the Green Day one. Nothing. Well,
0: and and go into and 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 I love Josh the second song where he's talking about um, Jesus of Suburbia, and he says this. You know, he says that. Um, I mean, you you and I feel this way about this site. You and I feel this way about stupid church people. He says when he was writing Jesus Suburbia, the things that were coming out of him excited him and scared the piss out of him at the same time. Yeah. And I heard that, Josh, and I was like going, that's me and Josh. That's exactly how I feel, and I believe that's how you feel. And that first line of that Jesus Suburbia song is, um, I'm the son of rage and love. And I mean, that's just like, duh. I mean, that's that's Josh. <laughs> no, I see you that way, my friend. I see you as a son of rage and love, you know. And and my heart goes out to you. Because there, there's another part of the song about, you know, everybody's full of shit. We've all been raised by hypocrites. And that's the truth, you yep. know. It is the, the gosh-honest truth. You know, most people your age, 30 and younger, have been raised by hypocrites. My kids included. Yeah. The institutions that we've been raised to believe in, you know, don't hold water and, and uh, marriage, whether it's the church or marriage or other, or the government, they've let that society, that part of our society down and cast them aside and labeled them. And, um, it just pisses me off. And I watch that DVD and I feel a little redemption. I feel like the young people of this world have a, have a really lot to offer us. And, So, I want to be young again, Josh. That's all.
1: (laughs) Steve, maybe you're having a little bit of a midlife,
0: uh, crisis. (laughs) You know, Um, it is true. It is true. I want to be young again, Josh.
1: I just want to be young. Okay. Steve, bottom line.
0: I want to be young. I want to be like you, man. I want a tattoo.
1: I was just going to (laughs) say, bottom line, when are we going to go get your
0: tattoo? Dude, I think a tattoo on my white ass will look pretty funny.
1: Oh, you're gonna get it on your
0: ass? <laughs> <laughs> Saying only Josh.
1: <laughs> That's all it says. No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I. You know what I'm gonna get? I've already told you what I'm gonna get. Yeah, and I love so it. So I, I think that that um, that yeah, we should do that. So let's go. When I get back, we're gonna schedule that.
1: Well, my wife has an appointment on February first.
0: Ooh, maybe we get a twofer. A twofer. <laughs>
1: maybe a threefer. Are you gonna get one?
0: Are you gonna get one on the same day?
1: Um, no, I didn't schedule it just for my wife.
0: Okay. Well, I want to go I'm meet your guy. I want to go meet your guy. Yeah, Cause it's I, the Christian tattoo artist. Oh, okay. Good. I'm not well. Lying. <laughs> well, that'll be good because yeah. I need I need a Christian tattoo artist. Yeah. Well, I know you've got to run. we got to get on. i got to go out to dinner. It's 6.30 here in lovely you gotta San go Francisco. you got
1: to go meet with the, uh, your other geeks in uh, San Francisco. No,
0: baby. No, baby. I'm headed down to Liquid, and I'll be getting my groove on. Are you really going to go to Liquid? Yeah, I'm going to head down there tonight. Dude,
1: please drunk dial me.
0: <laughs> I'm not going to get drunk because I'm way too far away from there. I'll get <laughs> killed on the way back. <laughs> So, or get lost. So I'm just going to, I'm going to take a cab there and I'm going to take a cab back. I'm going to eat and I'm going to go over to liquid and I'm going to hang out for a little bit and, um, uh, meet up with my people, my peeps, as it were. (laughs) You're you're geeks. Yeah. And I'm going to get my groove on with the ladies at, at liquid. So, um, I'll call you from there though.
1: All right. That'll be awesome.
0: Hey, take care. We'll see you on the other side. Thanks for listening. Adios, amigos. Steve, you're a bitch. I know.